welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Hello, my name is Prem Devi and welcome to the Full Circle podcast. You can find me on Facebook at Kanti, home of yoga beauty and holistic therapies. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle podcast. That was Prem Devi from, uh, we recorded with Prem the other week. So thank you for that Prem for recording that lovely intro for us. Good evening, Glenn. Good evening, Julie. How are you both? Hiya, Phil. Ladies Hi, Phil. first. Hi, Glenn. Um, Hi, Julie. I'm doing all right, thank you. It's uh, been a busy week. Um, very hot today, I must say. It's, uh, it's like being abroad. 30 degrees, I do believe, today. Yeah. Oh, or thereabouts. Yeah, I shall have a suntan by tomorrow. Should do. <laughs> Should do. Glenn wouldn't let us record outside, though, so oh, uh, no, we, we won't get anything tonight, will we? I'm very pale no. skinned, so I tend to hibernate in these heats. I so do I've been as indoors well. most of today. In fact, all of today, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I'm doing well, thank you, Phil, for asking. Um, it's been an unusual couple of weeks for me. I don't know if you two have found this to be the same, but. Um, I'm finding normally I'm quite a gung-ho sort of person. I like to crack on with projects. I like to get them done. And I've had to have a bit of a slowdown, you know, an enforced break. Mm. I'm still doing those projects, but at a different pace. I know that they'll get done. uh, And I'm just finding a little bit of uh, adjustment. You know, it's taking me a while to get used to that vibration. So um, Slowing down. mm, What about yourself, Phil? The energies, yeah. Are you Uh, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm very good. Yeah, thank you. Busy at work, busy with like normal work. Yeah. Uh, the energies um, recently, I suppose coming out of retrograde and then the super moon. Yeah, the strawberry moon. The well, strawberry moon, wasn't yeah. it? The the full moon. Lovely, wasn't it? Um, but different energies. And I feel that I just feel changed in a way. I don't know. I don't know how I can... I don't know how I can explain it because sometimes you just can't explain those things, can you? No, but right. I resonate with one of my friends, Chrissy, who we've recorded with quite a while ago. Um, she says, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. yeah. And I feel that I've moved into actually taking that power and not saying yes to everybody yeah. because I'm saying no to myself. So no. We should all remember that no is a complete sentence. Yeah, oh, I like that sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very well, powerful. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, you have to say no because it's your own well-being as well, isn't it? So mm. if you are, you know, doing yeah. lots of things and saying yes, it's it's nice to do that, but you can get to burnout points. So maybe that's uh, poignant as well. There. And I know that people. Body. I know that people won't like it. But that's yeah. that's on the them. That's on them, isn't it? Yeah, so, exactly. You can only be your true self, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, I've had a fantastic day. Today, I've been out, um, and you'll see where I'm going with this. <laughs> I've been out today, um, <laughs> out and about into Derbyshire, 
Lovely. Um, to Paddley Gorge. We had a walk around Paddley Gorge. Nice. And then um, a, a skip, hop and a jump past our tonight's guest to around to your grave uh, for a bit of a, a, a an afternoon swim oh, at your grave today. Oh, quite, nice. busy, quite busy, but um, it's one of those places where nobody's bothered what you're doing. They're, everybody's just doing, their, doing own thing. their own thing, to be honest. So this is yeah. wild swimming, am I right? I suppose you could, it, it is wild. Yeah. It's in a river, so yes, it's wild swimming, but uh-huh. it's... It's 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 almost like a bit of a man-made section where they've made it a, a, a dam, so well, you, you can, can actually that. swim. But there's a lot of fa- families there with children and stuff like that, so it's quite a nice area. It's a grassed area. It's quite nice. Yeah. So that's what you've been doing there. That moves me on to our guest, <laughs> who actually lives in Derbyshire in Calver. So I've kind of gone past Calver today, I suppose, yeah. which is one of my favourite places to look down on. From um, Kerber Gap and uh, uh, Kerber Edge and Baslow Edge, so it looks down onto onto Calver Village there. Um, so, please welcome our guest for this evening, natural healer, um, holder of several so many ceremonies. Um, I'm going to say um, owner of Magical Muse Holistics, please welcome Jan Muse. Welcome, Jan. Welcome, Jan. Hello. Hi. Good to talk to you guys again. Hi, Jan. Yeah. How are you? Likewise. I'm, I'm brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. Loving the sunshine. Loving the sunshine. What have you been up to um, today, Jan? Have you been have you been busy in the sunshine or have you been just enjoying it today? Um busy. Busy, busy, busy. I've done um a little bit of work in my garden with the herbs. I've also helped my um daughter build a cot for my grandson. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Which um well, no, I mean it you know, it was already there. It was literally just putting screws in it Flat and pack. putting it up. Oh. But, you know. Yeah, some of those things can be a little bit challenging, especially when you've got a baby and a three-year-old running around. So. <laughs> Keeping on your toes. But yeah, it was lovely, lovely. It's been a nice day. Oh, and it's Friday. It's and the I have the weekend off. Do I please. That's good. Lovely. That is good. Fantastic. Because next weekend you won't have that one off, will you? <laughs> I'd Am I right no. in thinking? Is it is it is it the, sac- right. the sacred waters residential retreat next week from the twenty third? Or is yep over at Unston Grange. Um, it's a four day shamanic retreat, and I've been co organising, and I will be co hosting. And we've got oh, we've got so many lovely presenters coming. I'm I'm excited to listen to everybody else. Mm. Um, so we're hoping that the weather's going to be dry, mm. um, because it's such a beautiful place. The grounds are stunning. They're absolutely stunning. Um, we have a fire which is kept lit the whole weekend. So it could be problematic keeping the fire alight if it, if we get lots of rain, but mm. I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm asking nicely for a, a nice sunny nice weekend. weekend. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not too great. hot. Though. 
<laughs> is that just open, Jan? Is that just open for the? Do you are people allowed to go for the day, or is it just from the third? Is it the Thursday that it starts until? Yeah, yeah. this Thursday. It's for the the whole weekend. We haven't got anybody um, coming in for days, apart yeah. from our presenters are coming in for yeah, um, yeah. you know, to do their workshops. But no, it's it's a whole retreat because we. We kind of like to have a community feel, you know, where people build up a bit of a relationship and, mm-hmm. you know, trust each other so that they're able to share and, you know, form, yeah, form relationships with trust and with other like-minded people. So we decided to have people sort of come in, in and out, might mess with that community feel. So we decided to just, you know, just have people that come and stay and we can all stay together and, you know, leave good friends with good vibes and, yeah, it'll be great. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. I mean, I, I don't really see it as work um, because I love what I do. So, you know, it's a bonus. I'm very, very lucky to be able to to do what I do. And and love everything I do. Every aspect mm. of my work is, Enjoyable. yeah, it's it's me. It's my, you know, it's my life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's the job. Uh, not that it, it came without. Sorry, you know, I've worked hard. I've yeah. worked hard, and I've been dedicated to what I do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Good. Yes, it does look fantastic. I've saw I saw some of the guests. Um, I think one is uh, Julia, who I know with the gongs. Yeah, bless her. I'm mm. looking forward to that one. Yeah, and it's something um, because it's sacred waters. I think Julia's gongs are. She's got one called a water, a water gong, and it's the Chinese year of the water dragon, I believe. Okay. Oh. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I do like a gong bath and Julia's amazing. She's so good at what she does, isn't yeah. she? Oh, she's, absolutely. She's lovely. Yeah. And she's fun. <laughs> she's good fun too. Before we start, oh. to, before we start talking about, and, and I know when we do start talking about herbal remedies and salves and teas and herbs and natural, all natural remedies, I think we'll talk about that for quite a while, Jan, won't we, really? Uh, but I think we'd like to go back first. Before that. And, and ask about your own spiritual awakening and your own spiritual path. Yeah, where did it start? You know, when? Oh, How did you know? Well, it's, it's, it's a difficult question, that. I'm... As a child, I I always felt really connected to nature. And if nobody's guessed by now, I am originally a Londoner, although I now live in the beautiful Peak District. Um, So it was a bit odd, you know, because obviously I was born in Westminster. So there's not a lot of nature, but we we do have um, parks. And Battersea Park, the big gorgeous Battersea Park was very near to my home so I spent quite a lot of time up there by myself with my family and um, as one of my sort of earliest memories I think was 
where I felt really, really connected was in Battersea Park. And there was this beautiful, beautiful willow tree. I mean, I can I can see it in my mind's eye now so clearly, and I haven't seen it for probably 40 years or something. And it was just very special. It, it stood out. It stood out to me. And I used to call it my tree, but I think all the other children that used to play in Battersea Park also called it their tree. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know. Mine. And the, the leaves, you know, how the willow drapes down like a curtain. And it was all, I can remember standing just outside and waiting for the other children to come out so that I could, I was very polite, you know, so I could go in and just sit with the tree and be there, just enjoying the, the, the quiet and the feel of the tree. And, and the, it made me feel really safe and protected. It was because I was hidden. And so I guess, I mean, I didn't really sort of understand like, you know, like I do now, the benefits mm. of, um, of the working with trees, sitting in nature, yeah. being outside. I, I didn't really understand all that. I just knew that it, it felt good. Mm. And um, I, was, I was the type of child that kind of knew things that I shouldn't. You know, I was always getting accused of tab hanging. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, and sort of, well, how did you know that? And I'd be like, I, I don't know. You know, so I used to get in trouble a bit because then, um, yeah, I knew things that um, I wasn't supposed to know. And um, I think as far as the, the healing side of my work, I mean, everything I, I do tends to be about healing and healing naturally, you know, and really taking a good look at ourselves and healing the shadow and every aspect of ourselves. And I think the, my first memory of that, uh, I think I, I must have only been about five or six. And um, I'd been watching Play School on, on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? I remember I don't know that well, I, yeah. Um, but I'd got all my toys, my dolls and my teddies all sat in a little circle. And I was being the teacher, reading a story or I don't know. It, it definitely wasn't maths. I wasn't teaching them maths. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> not my strong subject. But yeah, they they were my they were my children, my students. Then I sat there and we were having a nice time. And then I, I nipped off. I don't know whether I went to the loo or whether Mama called me or something. And when I come back, my favourite Teddy, Big Ted, mm-hmm. had fallen over backwards and. His head was on fire. Oh, no. Oh, dear. My mum panicked. I panicked, you know. Anyway, she patched him up. She put him out, tapped his head, you know, and all that. But he'd lost like a a massive patch of fur on his head. And now I was feels. (laughs) 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 Oh, I don't think we we can repair you like my mum repaired Ted. She's stitched a big a piece of woolen blanket on his head <laughs> and stitched that on and, you know, stuck it on for me. And I remember feeling so absolutely awful that it was my fault 
that I'd left him in front of the fire and he'd fallen over and, you know, set his head on fire. And I'd instinctively put my hands onto his head and I noticed an energy flowing. And again, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't old enough to really comprehend what was going on, but I was making him better. I was making him better with this, this energy that I could feel all around me. And it was a real feeling of, um, I mean, initially guilt, um, but then a real feeling of love and of nurture and, and wanting to make the teddy bear better. Obviously, he's not real, but, you know, it was, yeah. that was my first sort of real experience of, um, of healing. Uh-huh. And the, you know, with the trees and stuff. So it's it's always been, always been in me. Always been in me to, yeah, to have that connection. It's really important to me. Without a connection to the energies and to nature, mm. I can't imagine what my life would would be like. Mm. You know, it's 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 me. It's yeah. me, and I love it, and I'm I'm grateful for all of it. So, I mean, yeah, for years, I mean, I, I was doing well and then I became a teenager and I was a bit of a problem teenager because I never really sort of fitted in with the normal kind of sort of social stuff at school. I just didn't feel, you know, like a lot of us don't, you know, yeah, but I just yeah. didn't feel like I fit in. Fitted and in, yeah. I went off rails a little bit started drinking and you know I was I was a I was a bit naughty to be honest um and my cousin who lives there opposite Battersea Park she says we all went off the rails Jan she said but you know what you did it in a spectacular fashion <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's a polite way of putting I'm not it sure the, yeah I'm not sure if that was a compliment or, or not um but yeah, slowly, you know, slowly I sort of got myself back on the path. I was always interested in tarot. My big sister, Carol, um, who will definitely listen to this. So, hi, uh-huh. Carol. <laughs> um, I'm waving as well. Um, <laughs> she used to do oh, tarot. And it was her that kind of triggered that interest in tarot. So, I was always doing readings for people and... Um, but it wasn't until 25 years ago that I did my Reiki training and, um, that really set me up, um, and opened everything up, opened up so many doors, my connection with nature deepened and yeah, yeah, you know, so it's, it's always been part of me and I'm, I'm a curious person. Mm. I like to um I like to question I like to know you know the ins and outs of mm. of everything so I'm forever learning forever learning curious mm. Mm. I think it's good yeah that, forever that's... curious yeah it's good to keep learning isn't it mm. self-developing yeah. for sure when did yeah. you when did you move out of when did you move from London and, and come up up into Derbyshire up north up north when did you come up north Jan <laughs> I'd never even heard the Carver where I live now. Um, I think it was the early 
80s. And yeah, life in London wasn't very good for me. I'd been in um, an abusive relationship. I'd had lots of, I was homeless at one point, living on the streets, um, around like the West End of London. And, you know, it was pretty awful. But I kind of always knew that something, that I'd be all right. Even in the darkest, you know, the darkest of nights. I always had a feeling that, and knowing that I would be okay. Mm -hmm. And I met um, my ex-partner in London and he was from Chesterfield. And he was working down in London at the time. And he was um, shortly leaving to come back up to Chesterfield where his parents lived. And... He said, why don't you come with me? And I thought, what have I got to lose? And I did. And that was the early 80s. Um, And I moved up with my daughter, Sam. And um, I was in Matlock for a little while. Then I moved to Chesterfield. And then I moved out here. I think I've been in this house 35 years. Wow. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, you know, when I look back on my life, I do, I think, wow, you know, I've got so many stories, so many stories. I mean, there's stories, you know, that probably aren't suitable for today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are all, we're all ears, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're curious now. Yeah. 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 Would you change? Would well, you, so, the, sorry, sorry, Jam. No, I was just going to say, no, go uh, f- f- from from living in London to moving up to Derbyshire and Big everything change. that you have been through, would you change? Would you change any of that? Is there anything that you would change? No, no, no I wouldn't. I, I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you know, and I, I also think that you know. Sometimes we have to have these dark nights of the soul where, you know, everything's despair and there doesn't feel like there's any hope. But then when we, you know, we're so resilient as humans, you know, most of us. I mean, sadly, not not everybody can pull themselves out of dire situations, but Mm. we are more resilient than we give ourselves uh, credit for, I think, a lot of the time. Yeah. And, um no, no. I think all those things that I experienced myself have made me um, maybe, you know, sort of like more tolerant of other people's stories. Um, definitely non-judgmental of anybody's stories. Yeah. You know, when my clients come and they can tell me anything, absolutely anything, and it's all confidential and there's there's no judgment, you know, and I think it's definitely made me a stronger person and it's made me put in the work for myself. You know, I had to work hard, you know, before just before I did my Reiki, I mean, for all oh, a good few years when I'd moved up here to Derbyshire, um, I had um, reoccurring nightmares. And it was just the same nightmare, the same one over and over and over and over again. And I couldn't change the ending. It was just the same ending all the time. 
And once I did um, my first Reiki, um, I had like an amazing tool that I could use to, to help heal myself, you know, and like really look at the, the shadows and the stuff that I was hiding, um, hiding from myself, you know. So um, I don't regret it. I think, you know, I just see now that I'm really blessed. Mm. I'm, I'm blessed to live where I do. I've got an amazing family and husbands and it's just a beautiful place to live. And maybe if those things didn't happen, I could be doing something else. Something different, you know? yeah. Mm. And maybe it wouldn't be as beautiful as it is now. So, no, I, I, don't, I don't regret it. I found it quite difficult when I first moved up here because there was no shops, you know. The shop sort of opened early, shut up for, yeah. no buses. And wow. I found that very hard. A bit isolated yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. But then that gave me the chance to start connecting with the land. Yeah, more nature. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was even a bit sort of snubbed by quite a few people when, well, most of the most, a small village, for those that don't know Carver, it's changed a lot. People are a lot more tolerant. Um, but, you know, I was like this little punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> little punk rocker with two kids in a really southern accent more southern than, than now you know so people found me a bit strange and maybe a bit yeah. intimidating just because of the way that I looked and you know so I, I was quite isolated but I do like my own company but yeah that gave me the chance to connect more with with the the land with the energies the spirits mm. of this land and um so yeah no, I, I, I don't regret it i mean there's things that um i wouldn't want to experience again for sure yeah. but i think they they help mold me into mm. who i am today and i quite like myself now yeah. you know yeah that's good which that's is amazing i suppose as well you can empathize more with your clients with having gone through it yourself so it's given you that sort absolutely. of quality hasn't it yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And because I've been through it and I've had the tools to get me through it, I've been gifted the tools to get me through it. It means that I can help other people, yeah. you know, because yeah. I have that empathy, but I also have the tools, you know, I mean, yeah. there's it, no, it's no point in sitting, just saying to people, Oh dear. Oh, that must've been awful for you. Yeah. Mm. You know, because it's, you're not going to help anybody then are you, you know, not so really, I've, no. I've acquired these, over the years to be able to help others and and to inspire and and give hope give hope i think as long as we have hope you know there's there's light at the end of the tunnel that with a, a little bit of hope and and someone to hold your hand and tell you you know you can do it yeah you can do it and it takes a courageous soul like your good self to do that. You must have strong shoulders, especially with everybody's troubles and needs right at this moment in time, because people are coming through the last two years, aren't they? And they're kind of yeah, rediscovering it's themselves. Difficult, isn't it? And it yeah. can be confusing. So, I mean, are you noticing that uh, more people are looking for guidance? Any of your clients, for example? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think 
in in general as well you know people I mean lockdown was awful in a lot of ways for a lot of people but it was also I feel enlightening for a lot of people and you know people had to stop people that were lucky enough to be able to stop you know I mean not everybody did again you know but yeah and slow down as well. I think people are, are, yeah everybody seems to have slowed down and as you all know you know once we slow down and we listen we listen to ourselves mm, we listen to nature if we're you know we're all so busy so I think it's you know it's a good thing although people are struggling I mean you know uh, Mostly, I've noticed there's a lot of uh, social anxiety, mm. um, you know, coming out of, of lockdown where, you know, some people are struggling to get that connection back. There's still a bit of um, fear, fear there. there. Yeah. yeah. There's less eye contact, isn't there, as well? You know, even going out shopping and you talk yeah. to the, the shop assistant there, there's, they can't look at you in the eye for some reason. That's my experience. Mm-hmm. As well. There's a lot of lot of people that if you stop to talk to them, you you see them take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I go shame, but I was just Sorry? gonna say, whereas I go straight in for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I'm I'm a bit like you. I must admit I'm a bit like you. I do <laughs> ask. I mean, obviously, I do ask because not everybody wants to be hugged, and no, particularly no. these yeah. days. But I love a hug. A twenty-second hug, and it starts all the happy hormones, all the oxytocin. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Twenty seconds, proper hug. None of this like ah, oh, quick hug, pat on the back. Now, twenty <laughs> a, seconds. A, a dad, a dad pat. Yeah. Heart. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> no. I suppose we should start and talk about, talk about the herbs. Um, about plant magic, yeah. shouldn't we? Definitely. Something that I'm actually getting. I was talking, Jan, I was talking to Julie about, she, Julie's got hay I've fever, got hay it's fever. really quite bad today. Yeah. And I was telling her about the uh, ribwort plantain. Ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it, it depends where you are yeah. and what is floating about at the moment i mean the the main thing when i go outside at the moment is the elderflower i can and the roses Mm, delicious um but elderflower you know it's a popular summer drink elderflower cordial Mm. very Very nice nice as well yeah it has um it's a natural antihistamine the same as nettle yeah i've been taking nettle so yeah nettle and elderflower are, you know, are the best at the moment. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, I, I think, you know, just make yourself a tea a few times a day. And you can actually use the um, elderflower tea, let it cool down. What I usually do is make an elderflower and nettle tea. Um, just do, you know, a, a couple of teaspoons if it's dry if you're taking it straight from the tree and always ask permission from the tree of course and only ever take what you need um and i've got like you know what are they called the cafeteers yeah i've yeah. got a cafeteria yeah. and i make i make it in i make my herbal tea some of my herbal teas in there 
and um, let it steep for about 10 minutes um, and drink your tea. But if you put the, the tea when it's cool into your fridge and then dab your eyes with it. Okay, yeah. That will help if you've got like itchy eyes. And eyebright's really, really good for um, hay fever, itchy eyes. There's, um, that's another one that's really good. Yeah. And just do it in the same way. But, you know, keep it in the fridge. Keep it nice and cold. And then, you know, if you've got, um, I mean, I don't really use the cotton pads. My lovely sister, again, made me some little crochet ones so that I'm not yeah. using cotton. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I mean, tissue, kitchen roll, whatever you've got, you know. Yeah. Put it in the cold, um, sure. the cold brew, and then just place it over your eyes. And it's so soothing. Yeah. So soothing. Well, I'm taking the nettle tea and that's helping a lot, but I haven't tried the elderflower, so I'll add that to the list there. And I've got my uh, little teapot with the infused tea and I have been putting it in the fridge. So, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll work with that. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good. Good idea. With, with nettles, Jan, is it best, do you use just the leaves? Is it, which part of the nettle is the stingy part? Is that the stem? It's it's all all of it. It's all stingy. Right. It's all stingy. Okay. And the best way to you know, like we we've um, always think, oh yeah, dock leaves they grow near nettles. You know, the best thing to get rid of a nettle sting is the actual nettle. <laughs> so you would you know get a, a a nettle leaf and scrunch it up a bit. I mean, if you need to do it with you know with some gloves on or something, but the juice from the nettle is also an antidote for the uh, sting. sting yeah. um, you can use all all the uh, um, aerial plants of nettles, but they're best um, used in spring when they're first coming through. And this is why in spring they, they come in spring. If we look at herbs and plants through the year, Mother Nature actually sort of puts things there for us that are Jeez. perfect mm. for that time yeah and for the ailments and i mean um nettle calcium iron it's full of antioxidants and also it's a diuretic so when it comes up in spring if you think back to sort of when we lived in caves and you know we've been eating dried um dried meat ground you know nuts and you know all the kind of stodgy sort of winter foods that mm. we would have had them to survive on mm. our bodies need a really really good boost of vitamins and a cleanse so it's you know nettle is is nature's spring cleaner <laughs> yeah, it's, and you know it, it cleanses us um but it cleanses all uh you know, the whole of the system, it's really good for your blood, full of antioxidants, like I say, and calcium and iron. So it's a perfect, you know, vitamin boost and cleanser in, in spring. And then when the, um, when it goes to seed later on, the female plant has, um, you can use the seeds for, Sprinkling on, you know, like if you make bread, you can put it in your bread. Sprinkling on, um, excuse me, <coughs> sprinkling on your salads. And they're so nutritious, but it's, it's the female ones that you want. And you can tell 
the female ones because the little seed pods are square. Right, okay. Mm. So you can have a look for them when they yeah. all start going uh -huh. to seed, which won't, won't be long. And they, they are really super nutritious. The seeds are, are really, really good for us. Thank you. I think Never my even... back garden is a, an abundance of there nettles right then. now. So um, <laughs> I've never even known nettles to have seeds. Yeah, yeah. Is that from the top Just... part of the plant where you see it almost looks like it's going to flower? Is that where yes. it would be? Yeah. Mm, like a yeah. lighter colour, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and sort of a bit dangly. Yes. Ah. They sort of dangle a bit. But look, if you look at them, and the, the, you can see really clearly that the, um, the, the ones that you want are the square ones. Oh. I think it's the female ones. I'm, I'm questioning myself now. <laughs> um, but it's definitely the square ones, the ones that are, yeah, the ones that are square. Okay. And just literally pull them off, dry them, and then use them to... Sprinkle onto your foods for a nutritional boost. Have you got any Free. other um, tips for herbs there, great herbs to use? Can I, before you give us a list, Jan, because I know that you're going to give us a list, uh -huh. I was just, I wanted to say, uh, next to next to my nettles that I've got growing in my garden, Glen, I've got lemon balm as oh, well. Nice. And, yeah. do you know, no matter how many times I try and clear the nettles out of that, that area, they just keep coming back. And I think, are, are these nettles and lemon balm going to be good together? I feel like I'm getting yes. a message. Yeah. Mm. Yes. They are. Yes, 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 they are. Um, lemon balm is um, very cooling. It's a very, um, it's cooling for the nervous system, lemon balm. Um, so on a, you know, a hot, a hot summer day, it's, uh, you know, perfect. It's, a, a relaxing, very mild, very mild relaxant. But um, even so, you know, it like cools you down when um, it's really hot outside. Like today. Mm. <laughs> like today. <laughs> yeah. sure. Been able to get to um, any any water today, as mm. we've got a lovely bit of river near here. But I've not I've not had time. So. Yeah, lemon balm. Lemon balm and nettle make a lovely tea. Lovely tea. It's good for headaches. And okay. um, it's it for migraines and headaches, it's um it's really good for that. Um it's also antiviral and it's a tonic for the um for our nervous systems and a relaxant. It's also um said to have anxiety. Um, it's good for anxiety and depression. Yes, I heard. I did hear that one actually, as I have looked into lemon balm, made lemon balm and you, honey so. tea before. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's ago. it is literally in abundance. Yeah. There is so much lemon balm. Nice. Um, so I have used that, and I've got some. I've just started drinking nettle tea, but I haven't made my own. It's it's bought, and it's yeah. it's never going to be as good as it no. bought nettles, but. Um, so I'm going to make some nettle tea. So I'm going to make it together now. I'm going to make lemon go. nettle and lemon balm. So I know that Aww. nettles nettles quite good for blood pressure as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything yeah. else that's be is there anything better than nettles for blood pressure? Um, 
there probably is but when um you know you have to sort of be careful if if you have high blood pressure you know you shouldn't really be just going around trying all sorts of bits no, and bobs no. and trying you know um i mean you know the a medicinal herbalist would probably make you a, a tincture um of a few different a different sorry a few different herbs. plants yeah a few different herbs and plants. Um, usually no more than kind of three because once you sort of get over three in a blend, it can be, um, you know... The, the too much, isn't it? I would say. Too, too much, yeah, yes. and loses a lot of its... Uh, potency. Uh, potency. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Must be reading your mind, though. Sorry. You do yeah, know you know, no, thank you. I was like... Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Um, is, I just say with um, lemon balm as well, it's really good if you've got flu. You know when you get like aches and pains in your your body, in your legs and that when you've got flu? Lemon balm's really, really good for that because it's uh, antispasmodic as well. Okay. And it's also good for um, cold sores, as is lemon juice. Mm. Yeah. And the Greek, uh, uh, its name is... Um, Melissa, it is, its botanical it? yeah. name is Melissa. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, yeah, that is lovely. And I think I think it means, I think it's Greek, and it means bee. Right, like bee. I mean, like buzzy bee, bumblebee. Right. So, and the bees love them. So maybe that's why it was called Melissa. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> fascinating yeah. yeah shall we go back to julie shall we go back to your question about a few about oh sorry what was that <clears throat> well i was wondering if there's um obviously nettle's very good and lemon balm's very good and they're all very good but uh, are there any specific herbs that you would recommend as like a general overall tonic earlier about sort of looking around looking what is around us at any particular time yeah like say so in you know in spring we've got the cleansing herbs the the things like nettle and um dandelion again i mean dandelion, dandelion is yeah. incredible you know and people just think, think it's a it's weed, a weed. <laughs> yeah you know, but they are the first kind of food for the bees and the insects are all over them. And the roots of the dandelion. Sorry, I'm, I'm not answering your question, am I? No, but the, that's the, fine. Roots, the roots of the dandelion actually improve the soil as well. Mm. And again, every single part of, um, of the dandelion can be used. So we've got like the cleansing you know, the cleansing and the tonic, those herbs are really, I would say they're just good all year round because that is their purpose. They come in spring to bring their gifts of um, restorative kind of medicine, restorative and cleansing. So I'd, I tend to use nettle and dandelion all year right. round okay. as a good tonic. Lovely. Am I right in thinking that yeah. even the milk from the dandelion is good in some way? Uh, 
Is it the, ah, is it the milk? Sure. The milk Probably. and the stem. I mean, I was always told that, you know, if you pick dandelions, you're going to wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> because they were diuretic, but not from um, picking them. But, yeah, I mean, all, all parts of the dandelion can be used. So I'm guessing the milky stuff is, is as good as well. Mm. So, sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So let, I'll go back to your question, Julie. That's all right. No problem. <laughs> Um, fascinating to hear. But yeah, looking around to see what's you know what's on offer. What is what is she gifting us? What is Mother Earth giving us at this time of the year? So today is a, a, a perfect example. You know, with the heat. Yeah. And we've got mint. Oh yes, lovely. which very very cooling. And again, you know, just having that as a tea is um, any idea, of the mint. They're really good for cooling it down. And, you know, people tend to have like a lot of uh, accidents over summer, don't they? You know, because people are out in the garden and, you know, you know, working with tools and what have you. Yeah. And, of course, sunburn, sunburn. Yeah. So a lot of the herbs around in summertime, and the, the flowers and the plants, like things like calendula. Oh, that's a I mean, yeah. wow. You know, pot marigold, if you like. Um, I mean, that is just one of my favourite, favourite go-to herbs. I mean, the, so, well, flower, really. It's not a herb. But, you know, seeing the, the bright orange and yellow flowers and even that, you know, it's sunny. It makes you feel sunny. The same as with um, St. John's Wort. You know, everybody knows about St. John's Wort probably, um, how um, it's good for depression. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, the brightest yellow flowers, they're all there to give us a lift, but they're also very good the soothing skin and lavender as well. I mean, lavender is, you know, another really popular yeah. plant that's, that's grown here, you know, in, um, in this country. And it makes such a soothing um, tonic. I mean, it can be a bit strong to, to drink. I personally don't like the taste of it. Mm too much too much of it and it's it's too flowery you know? yeah but um so mother nature now is giving us all these these things that are soothing that soothe the skin soon soothe um cuts and um you know grazes and these little sort of accidents that we seem to have more when we're outside you know there's a lot yeah. more um a lot more chance of us mm. hurting ourselves isn't there there is yeah, yeah, so most of the plants that are around now and like elderflower is really good for hay fever like we already yeah. said yeah. and um a lot of the other plants that i've mentioned they're all really good for soothing the skin and making yeah. creams and um you know even with tea 
And I've just thought of something else as well. Lemon balm is really good for uh, shingles and chicken pox. A oh, tea okay. made it. <clears throat> it's really yeah. for shingles and uh, the same virus as cold sores. So it, it, it's good for cold sores as well. Right. But so, yeah, they're all soothing. And then, of course, when we get to autumn, we've got all the nuts that if the squirrels uh, leave any for us, uh, you know. <laughs> But not here, I tell you, I'm lucky. I've got a, a big hazel tree in my garden and I'm really lucky if I get any. Because wow. we've got some <laughs> fat squirrels. They're taking them all. You've got, and they do, and they laugh. You know what? You know the sound that squirrels make? Yeah. Sounds like they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind. And then, of course, all your berries, you know, all, all the berries, they're amazing. I mean, Blackberries, black currants, raspberries, they're all again full of like antioxidants and vitamin C and you know, so they they would keep us going through winter. So I make um syrups with the berries and the elderberries. Um elderberries are, are really, really amazing, amazing remedy for colds and flu. Good for your immune system, aren't they? They're good for the immune system. They're really high in antioxidants. And, um, I mean, I make a syrup with, um, I usually see what, I've got loads of blackberries. So I use the blackberries and the elderberries. And then I put um, all the kind of warming spices. Do you think things like cinnamon, cardamom, ginger, black pepper? All those things are really good for the circulation. And they make this beautiful red, dark, um, you know, herbal goodness hot drink. I mean, I make yeah. a syrup. I, I use the coconut sugar, but you can use normal sugar. I mean, I'd, I'd say if you are going to use sugar, go for like a nice brown sugar. But I use the coconut sugar in mine. Um, yes. And then you store it in the fridge. And then have it nice and hot. And if you're really feeling like, well, maybe a little bit of port or a little bit of brandy Ooh, in there. Oh, that sounds good. Hot, <laughs> oh, yeah. Winter warmer. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. So, and then, you know, that's it. If we, we, we store these nuts and fruit in various ways over the winter, they will keep us going with um, our vitamins and our antioxidants. And then, you know, we're back to spring again and we've, we're back to the nettles and um, mm, cleansing yeah. yeah. her. Yeah. I, so I love herbs. Worth... Sorry, yeah. Julie. I love herbs and flowers and berries, yeah. So I, I take elderberry every day. I've had this nettle tea, I have oh. green tea, I have cinnamon, ginger, I have everything really because I'm a vegetarian as well. So I make sure that I get all the nutrients from yeah, me the too. plants. Yeah, so amazing. Thank you. Mm. No, you're doing the right thing. Doing the I'd... right thing. You know, it's like when you see stuff growing, I mean, not everybody's as lucky to be able to have access to to everything, to go and forage and, you know, look for themselves. Um, mm. But if, if you can, you know, and I mean, the hedgerows, they're just full of stuff. Yes. Mm. Full yeah. of stuff. It's just knowing what, you know, what to pick. Yeah. But, 
you know, my advice to anybody is to just look what is around you. And I mean, now there's like apps, you know, you can take photos of plants and upload it. And then, you know, as if by magic, they tell, you know, it comes up, all this is this. And, you know, do a bit of research because like I say, everything that is there at particular times of year are there for a reason. Yeah. So just have a look. See, and even things that you think that are weeds, you know, they might not be weeds. Yeah, yeah. like like dandelions, not dandelions, the yeah, but- the plantain, and there's two different types. There's the flat leaf plantain, isn't there as well, and things like that. I yeah, suppose, and the, the broad. Yeah, I suppose people um, do need to be careful, don't they? Because some plants look like this? each other, like okay. the gypsy. Is it uh, the common name that I know it? I know it of is gypsy bread. Which is the one with the 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 white, the off white flower? Is it called hogweed? I, we've, I've always it, called it gypsy bread, but there's one that looks quite like it. Yeah, there's there's quite a few that look um, gypsy bread. I've never. No, it's the tall. It's the tall one. It's the tall one that's got the the flower heads on. So it's got like the, the yeah, five flower couple. heads on. And then each head has got like five small flowers on that are a little bit off pinky, really. Yeah. But there's but there's a yeah. plant that looks quite like it that is actually poisonous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it might be the, the hogweed. But definitely, you know, don't just go picking stuff and eating it and putting it on your skin if you don't know what it is. This yeah. is why I say there's apps now, you know, yeah. there's... We don't have to go to the library anymore, which I'm really sad about because I love the library. Um, but it's great, you know, it's at our fingertips now. Yes. So we can, um, you know, we can have access. But yes, definitely be careful because there are quite a few. Where there's there's a few that will kill you. Yes. I mean, like the um, hemlock water droplet that grows all alongside of the river you know a little bit of that and you could be really really seriously ill and they can cause it can cause death um the same with like the the baneful um herbs and flowers like um monk's hood and um deadly nightshade you know they are they're really dangerous but then there's a lot of stuff that can just make you poorly you know, give you a stomach upset, stomach, yeah. bring you out in a rash, give you a headache. You know, well, none of that's very nice. They might not kill you, but, you know, they're not very nice. Mm. So, yeah, everybody it, needs to be careful. Yeah. Making sure that they know what they're picking and, and even how to prepare it. Because sometimes it's, um, it, well, it's important how you prepare it and how you know like the dosage and stuff like that so yeah. there's yeah. a lot more to careful, it, i mean you? the things that we're talking about are pretty pretty safe pretty safe yeah, yeah. there's not many people know that uh, even a but- buttercups have yeah. they look so pretty but mm. they aren't good for you no um what do you know what i'd like to do is at some point have go on a workshop uh to forage and produce things oh that'd be good actually i think that'd be quite yeah. good i'd quite enjoy doing something like that but mm. i mean maybe well, like maybe you, uh, maybe jan should uh, do something 
Mm. Sounds like she does. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do. I've got one coming up in July, actually. Um, a herbal, I call it my herbal blessings workshop. And it is basically that. It's uh, showing people how to gather, when to gather, how to um, dry and store, um, how to make them into oils and creams and salves and syrups. And yeah, so I've got like, there's quite a good booklet with it that I've written. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not published. It's just I've written it and I print it out. Um, but it, it shows you how versatile things can be. Once you've got, I mean, it's like a cake, you know, once you've got the, um, the basic recipe, yeah. you so can swap it about and yeah. substitute things yeah. for, yeah. you know, in this case, herbs, you know, use different herbs. And, you know, some herbs, um, you use the leaves and the flowers and other plants, you use their roots. You know, so both of them have to be gathered in a different way, um, cleaned and and dried or stored or in a different way. So yeah. it's just knowing knowing those things, do, knowing yeah. how to, you know, and that's, then it's really it's really versatile. Yeah, that's fantastic. Talking about Good. your workshops, Jan, um, just <laughs> so people can find you. Because I know that we, we're coming up to that hour. Yeah, that has gone so quick. Yeah. So oh, if, if yeah. you can, just give us quickly um, a website address. Yeah. Where, where, where can, can people find you, find you Jan? Um, my website is www.magicalmuse, and that's M-U-S-E, holistics.co.uk. And that's my name. Muse is my name. Yeah. It's um, yeah. Uh, somebody, I spoke to somebody a little while ago and they thought I was a poet because my name was Muse. <laughs> um, I said, no. Well, I, I, I do. I do write a little bit of poetry, but I'm not a poet by a long shot. Um, yeah. And I'm also on Facebook. Okay. Lovely. The same again, Magical Muse Holistics. Or it might still be because they wouldn't let me change the name. Natural Healing by Jan Muse, it might be on Facebook. Right. Okay. But if you, if you Google me, we'll find I you. I pop up everywhere. Yeah. Great You'll stuff. find me. You'll find me easy. Fabulous. I pop up everywhere. Great. That's, that's wonderful. Well, it's been wonderful there. So, so. Well, there's so much that we but haven't talked about. We've not talked about soul life lessons and fluorescent consultations. Maybe another time. And hypnotherapy and tarot and reflexology. There's so much that you do, Jan, and we've just, wow. We're just what a, surface, what a fantastic hour. Thank you so much, Jan, for joining Aww, us. Thank yeah, thank you. Um, you thank will really definitely be back. So thank you for we'll that. We'll have you on again. We might even, it oh, might. That would be lovely. Maybe you know, it could I be. Can I talk? Yes. I'm thinking it may become may become an on location podcast at some point. Oh, yeah. that might Foraging be quite podcast. Good. Yes, that yeah. would be good. Oh, that'd be great. Well, you're welcome anytime. You know Fab. where I am. Fab. <laughs> okay, thank you very Fab. much, and we'll thank say you. goodbye for now. Namaste, everybody. Thank you, thank you very it. much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast.